0: Hi friend, thank you so much for joining us on a brand new season, brand new episode of Live Well with Holly and Josie. If you came from season one of the Live Well with Josie podcast, I am so excited to have you here with us for a brand new season with a brand new co-host. And if you are brand new, hello. I am Josie Kestenbaum. I am the host of season one and your co-host for season two with Holly Bowen as the new co-host. We are so excited to bring you some amazing conversations with amazing women and men in the health space. We're all about helping women like you live well with intention. We cannot wait to have you listen to the episodes that we have planned and recorded for you and be able to just be a side of you along this journey. This episode was recorded way back in October when it wasn't as frigid outside, so we hope that you are staying warm and we cannot wait to bring you today's quick little reintroduction of who we are and what we do in order to set the foundation for the rest of the season. All right, we will talk to you here shortly, and we're so happy to have you here, friend. Welcome to Live Well with Holly and Josie a space for women like you to enter with an open mind and heart and leave feeling empowered to live your best life
1: full of intention. Here, we learn together and we grow together. Enjoy today's episode.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today on the Live Well with Holly and Josie podcast. We are so excited to reintroduce ourselves as a duo and not just a single person. So we are welcoming Holly onto the podcast. Holly had an interview with us on the last season. And if you haven't gone and listened to that episode, you absolutely need to because it was so touching and so inspirational. But Holly, hello.
1: Hi, thank you so much for bringing me on for you know the next journey of the podcast. I am so incredibly excited. I have been wanting to kind of explore this world for so long, and I've always been very intimidated by it. So it's really just exciting to have a friend doing it with me rather than me just trying to reinvent, you know, do something on my own. So I am so excited to be invited on. Absolutely. I When I was thinking about who I would want to do this
0: with, I was like, Holly, Holly, no doubt. <laughs> in the back of my mind, I just kept feeling like I should ask Holly to do this. It would be so much fun if I did it with Holly. You don't know, but Holly and I talk all the time in Instagram DMs a lot, and we're always voice memoing each other back and forth. And I'm like, if we could literally just record our voice memos back <laughs> and forth and put them into podcast episodes, it would save us so much time. Than having to record these separately. Holly was a nutritional therapy practitioner before I was, and she was always so gracious to answer questions and be helpful in any sense that she could be. So today, this is just a quick little introductory episode. So hello again. We are so excited to start this season two, and we're just going to go ahead and just reintroduce ourselves especially if you do not listen to season one and you're coming on for the first time we'd love for you to just kind of get to know us a little bit so holly i'm gonna let you just take it away just tell us a little synopsis of your journey because they can absolutely go back and listen to that episode that you give us your full story and i encourage that you do but yeah go ahead take it away just kind of give a little synopsis of who you are and how you got here
1: Absolutely. So, my name is Holly Bowen. I am a nutritional therapy practitioner and I have been in this space since I think 2019. No, 2020. I took my finals during like the shutdown of everything. So, it was like a big transition of a lot of things. So, I've been a practitioner for about three years. I came into this space, I was a former hairstylist before I started being a practitioner. And before that, I had got my bachelor's degree in elementary education, the same as Josie. And so now we are both kind of in this, in a very different space. I I specialize in women's gut health and hormones as well. I'm getting more into hormones kind of as we go, but I really, really, really like to primarily focus on that foundational health aspect, as we know that has such a huge influence in our hormone health. And my journey of kind of how I got into this space is my journey with being diagnosed with MS, moving through that and knowing that I didn't 100% want to take the conventional route. And I wanted to do everything that I could to support my body holistically as much as I possibly could. And it really evolved into a passion of mine. And I still like. I love what I do. And I think it's so fun to, at the end of the day, dive into like a nutrition book. You know, I don't really feel like my work is work. So I really love that about what I do and what I'm able to do. I feel very blessed to be able to do that and just be able to actually say I love what I do. So that's kind of how I got there, got here. Very short and sweet journey. I don't think I left anything out. I think that's kind of like a short and sweet, summed up 30 second version of. Of, yeah, how I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah, I love that. So let's see if I can do this short and sweet.
0: I graduated high school and went to school to be an early childhood education teacher. So I did inclusive early childhood education, which was a dual licensure in special education, regular early childhood education, moved to Charleston, taught for five years. And it was about my second year. I joined a group program that an NTP did. I absolutely loved it. And I decided that's what I wanted to do. So a few years later, I finally took the deep dive and went to school to be a nutritional therapy practitioner, then went to be a restorative wellness practitioner after that. And then an HGMA professional and Holly's all those things as well. I think that as well, my passion for all of this came from being diagnosed with lupus in high school. My senior year, I was diagnosed with Um, Lupus, And before that, my sophomore year was diagnosed with PCOS. So, and of course got put on birth control right away for that. And then, you know, just got put on meds my senior year. And you are given a very minute amount of information. You're not really told much and what you can do. It's just like, this is what you have and this is what you're going to have. And so when I started to learn that there's a whole world of more information about what we can do for our health out there and started to deep dive and research a little bit more, some in college, but mainly when I got out of college because I kind of lived a college life. I really enjoyed getting to learn how we could support our body from a more functional standpoint. Tell me if you feel very similar to this, but I feel like a lot of nutritional therapy practitioners or most all of them have come from a place of being diagnosed with something or have just had their own health struggles, and they did a lot of research to figure out how they could learn more about their own health, and then realize that they have this passion for helping other
1: people. Do you feel something very Absolutely. similar to that? I don't. I honestly don't think. I feel like we have like a lot of colleagues that we talk to in this space, and I can't think of a single one who hasn't had their own health journey. I honestly feel kind of like what would spark that thought to like think outside the box without having your own health journey, Mm -hmm. you know, to start exploring that. If, I mean, even if it wasn't you, if it was, you know, a different family member, it would be really hard, I think, to get into this space if you weren't proactively looking because there was a reason for you to be looking.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And if you're somebody who, has been looking into working with a nutritional therapy practitioner. If you have no idea what a nutritional therapy practitioner is, essentially we look at the foundations of your health, the six core foundations, and then above and beyond that, we look deeper, especially if you go and get more certifications on top of that, there's more things that you can be certified in and use more functional testing, different things like that. But essentially we know that it all comes back down to your foundational health. And then there's more tools, right. That you can put into play later on, but you essentially start off all your
1: clients with foundational health. Absolutely. And honestly, even the clients that come to me with hormonal imbalances, whatever that may be, we're starting with that same foundational protocol. And honestly, with a lot of them, they don't get past that foundational protocol, not because they give up or not just because, you know, they're done, but because they don't need that extra hormonal support anymore. And there's so many people who reach Out to me, and they're like, I want a Dutch test, which is a functional hormone test to like test your hormones. Mm -hmm. And I spent so much time explaining to them, okay, we can do that, but let's not invest our resources in that yet. Let's do all of these foundations because these hormone tests, they don't tell us why. Mm -hmm. They tell us that our hormones are imbalanced. We already know that. We already know that by the symptoms that you're having. Let's see every single thing that we can do foundationally, diet and lifestyle-wise, that's going to influence our hormones for the better. And then if we're still having a few, you know, if it's still symptomatic or things haven't cleared on their own, then let's test your hormones and see where we can bring in that extra support versus if we're simply just testing your hormones, we're essentially throwing a lot of supplements at those hormones to try to get them better without addressing the root cause. And essentially it's coming back to kind of how different is that than putting something like birth control to manage those symptoms or a prescription medication. It's essentially just using a more natural supplement versus a prescription that may or may not come with less or fewer side effects. Absolutely. I'm so glad you brought that up because that is something that I often
0: get asked to, do you do the oat test? Do you do the Dutch test? Do you do the GI map test? And I get people come into my DMs or potential clients wanting to get more information about what do I do, which absolutely ask me everything I do because I want to be able to serve you in the best way possible. And that is also what discovery calls are, which is what we both do. We have a either a free or $20 call that you can essentially get to know us a little bit more. We get to know you and what you're looking for services. So that helps us get to know if we're the best fit for you and if you're the best fit for us. But at the same time, we often get asked, do you do all of these tests? And my biggest thing is, well, I do some of those tests. I might not do all of them, but that's not what's most important, especially at the beginning. Now, do we run a couple of the tests right off the bat? Yeah, because they are beneficial. But we know that more than likely, we're going to spend a few months at least working on your foundational health in order to, Help you learn how to best support your body in the way it is intended to be supported. And again, like you just said, not just putting this band aid on it, but I think sometimes it can be a little bit daunting when there are other practitioners out there and stuff who automatically give you berberine or automatically give you something else to help support certain areas in the body where we know. The reason that that is happening is because something foundationally is not being supported. So I think that is very important for just everybody to know is that your foundations of health, your hydration, your minerals, your fatty acids, the way you're sleeping, the way you're moving your body, the amount of sunlight you are or are not getting. All of those things are so vitally important in your overall health. And you're going to learn about all of this. In the podcast to come. And I'm so
1: excited. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Okay. We're going to keep this episode short and sweet, but I do want to ask a couple questions, Holly. Right. Uh, Tell
1: me (laughs) something that you love to do in your free time. Something that I love to do in my free time. Well, I already said I love to like research all the nerdy things, all the nutritional nerdy things. Honestly, that's a very nerdy answer. So <laughs> I'm going to think of a better answer. But a lot of my free time does come down to, oh, I want to research this or I want to learn about this. I love spending time with my son. This fall in Michigan has been so beautiful. The weather has been so nice. So honestly, we've like when when I have free time when I'm not working, we've just went outside and played four hours in the driveway, like racing each other and doing chalk and. Just silly little things, but it's been so much fun. And I would say that's a lot of what I do in my free time is, you know, when I'm not doing this, when I'm not NTP, I'm spending time with my son. And I really do try to just be as present as I can, put my phone away, not be worrying about anything else and just enjoy time with him. Some other things that I love doing. So I recently started just getting back into CrossFit. I did CrossFit for about seven years and took a break in 2020. When the gyms kind of shut down and then Bo was born. And I took like three years off. I was trying to, you know, work on balancing my hormones a little bit. And I knew we lost our house in the flood. Like we had, you know, we went through having a baby, a lot of things were very, very stressful. And my stress levels were just tanked. And I was like, you know, CrossFit isn't serving a great purpose for me right now. Mm-hmm. I just started getting back into that this past summer. And it is so much fun. I I mean I've know like there are things that I need to like know my limits and not push myself I try not to let myself die on the gym floor like mm-hmm. have to work anymore because I know that's not serving me but yeah. I just truly love CrossFit and I love strength training I love weightlifting I, I just really like challenging myself that way so that's something that I also really like and I also really love pickleball like love pickleball and I know you do too yeah <laughs> um, This year I have not got to do it as much because we've just it's hard to find someone to watch your two-year-old so he doesn't run away while you're playing pickleball, you know?
0: Yeah, I can't but
1: imagine. But <laughs> highly recommend doing it. If you have not, if anyone's listening who has not tried that yet, I thought it was like a dorky senior citizen sport. It is not. And it is very, very, very fun. It highly is recommend- very fun. Yeah. I love that you brought that up. I- Also love,
0: I mean, I don't have any children, God willing, hopefully within the next couple of years, we will, but I just love being outside with my fur baby, my little boy chef. I like being outside, taking walks. I've been getting, I mean, here in Florida right now, it is sunny and it is warm still. So we are very fortunate to have that weather where I'm able to get out multiple times a day for walks. So that's something that I enjoy doing, but Holly knows. But it's not
1: like a hot, it's not like a hot sunny there right now. Right. It's like a pretty sunny, like refreshing warm right now. Right right now.
0: now. Yeah. We'll start to get like sixties weather, which is really nice. So
1: really excited
0: for that. But yeah, it is. It's a little bit, it's a lot more refreshing. We've had our windows open, which has been so nice because down here it gets so hot and humid. You can't have your windows open for a long time. So also yeah pickleball we love pickleball but the one thing is like Andrew and I were playing in like 100 degree humidity like we were sweating enjoying it and we're like oh my gosh this is crazy nobody plays pickleball so I wrote in our our community page our Facebook page and they're like yeah nobody's playing because it's so hot and I was like oh (laughs) (laughs) excuse me sorry yeah that makes sense (laughs) love pickleball this much. I know, so. like we just love sorry, we love pickleball more <laughs> than you. <laughs> but we definitely the courts are a little bit more crowded now. There's only a couple in our community. So, we have to kind of like get there at a good time or like stalk it and make sure nobody's there before we go. So, but yeah, we love pickleball too and just again, reading, researching. I've been reading a lot of like good books lately too. So, love to read when it's something that I enjoy doing, but I was very ignorant to think that earlier when I introduced myself, that everybody would just know who I was. So just in case you don't know who I am, if you came from Holly's side of Instagram, I am Josie Kestenbaum, also an NTP, RWP, and Holly's co-host for the podcast. So I'm so excited.
1: Oh, maybe it's because I didn't ask you. I need to get used to like interviewing and asking questions, not assuming that people know what's inside my brain, you know? We'll work on that. We'll work on that. And that's okay. That's what
0: this is all about. But- I am so excited to be able to bring, we have so many ideas. We have so much planned out and we're so excited to be able to do this. So we hope you're having a fantastic week and anything else you want to add? I think we're good. I think you covered it. All right. Well, we will see you next time. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode
1: of Live Well with Holly and Josie. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would be greatly appreciated if you would leave a five-star review and a kind comment to let us know and even share this with a friend who would also enjoy listening. Please remember that nothing discussed
0: here today is to be used as medical advice to diagnose, cure disease,
1: prescribe, or treat any illness or disease. These conversations are simply to be used as educational resources for living a life with intention. You can find us on Instagram and don't be shy. Let us know how you enjoyed the episode. See you next time, friend, and until
0: then, stay intentional.